Hello, welcome to these charming men. It's me, Robin, and uh, of course Hello, I'm Robin. with my recalcitrant friend Dusty. Hi. Uh, and our special guest this week, live from the Fun Podium, is Mr. James McIntosh. All right, James. Thank you. Do clap and make it sound exciting. Jesus, not that loud. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, James has brought an entourage of sort of groupies. I've got, all, I've got all my bitches here. Yeah, all his bitches. Who's that over there? One it's Shaniqua. What? One <laughs> next is Shaniqua is one called Ryan. Uh, right, James. So Hello. we uh, was it? We met this evening, didn't we? We did. Yeah, we, we done. Did um, day, did what I'm going to promote is the amazing uh, live venue, City Cafe. No yeah, one turned yeah, up. yeah. We did the City Cafe, no audience. Um, it was all yeah, it was all right, wasn't it? We both tried sort of new weird stuff. Well, yours was weirder than mine. But we did new stuff. Well, I, I feel I feel you let me down in a little bit of a way because you did try and do like actual jokes, and I explained um, stuff about my dad. Won't mention it again. And then a nightmare <laughs> I had, and then a gay dream that I had, and I went like, "Is that enough?" And I realised it was two minutes. Yeah, awful. the nightmare. It seemed more than two minutes just because of how harrowing <laughs> it was. The the oh, night the nightmare stuff's like my favorite. That's what I'm gonna. That's gonna be my new recall. The thing. nightmare stuff. That's brilliant. Do you have constant nightmares? I've off. They're often. They're not that. Sad. I yeah. I've had uh, recurring nightmares. Like I had one when I was three, where it's just someone pushing me down the stairs. Wait a minute. I just realised. Right. Um. I'll let you explain nightmares later. But I do remember. I had a nightmare. Right. When I was like, f- I used to have rats when I was a kid, and um, it's like nets but bigger. <laughs> it's true. It doesn't want me. That's seriously, rats are quite well trained, so I could have them like on my shoulder, and they're called Muffy and Cookin, but um, Cookie. But the thing was, um, the nightmare was a guy um killed them, mushed them up, and put them into you know the corner of um uh like fruit corners. Yeah. Like, you know the bit that's like strawberry. It's yeah, like yeah. that, and he went eat that, and I went oh lovely, and he went that was your rats, and oh I woke up pissing myself in terror Jesus. and a little bit aroused. Jesus. I just love how he pulled a fast one over here. Oh, that was your rats you just ate. Well, I saw it because, like, that's so sick. Like a so cheeky, strawberry. cheeky rat murderer. <laughs> oh. uh, you just ate rats here. Yeah? At the end of it, he just went, Murr, fraud. Got his knob out and ran away. Yeah. You said nightmares. I'm, I'm going to involve people. Though. Oh, yeah, we've got uh, people here. Uh, What's the worst nightmare you've had? <laughs> I'm going to call her. Uh, James McIntosh, live on the scene. There you come. Viewing people. It's fine. Hey, we've seen from the massacres that 10 people have died today. Uh, shot myself. He shot himself today. What's oh fuck? They're right. shit. Most people, right? They Your groupies are pretty rubbish. They're rubbish. Yeah. Shaniqua hasn't even got the baps out yet. Yeah, so she's just <laughs> over there doing <laughs> meh. Shaniqua's in Shiniqua. the corner there, grinding up the bitch. And for you racists out there, Shaniqua is actually white. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> fuck you, racist. Yeah, have that one, racist. Right, Robin and um everyone. Dusty. Is one of <laughs> no, that wasn't that wasn't me being awkward like oh I forgot everyone. someone's name. <laughs> I'll just everyone. say everyone. His name, his birth name is everyone. Say about it. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean what? born everyone? Yeah. What should we call it? Is. Peter, Henry. I just call everyone. Nobody and someone. <laughs> yeah. right, I'm not getting picked up enough. Carry yeah, on. Fine, Carry on. There was a question coming. I ruined it. Oh shit. What's your favourite uh, colour? So, like, what's, what's your favourite flavour of uh, Muller Corner? Um, or does it bring up bad memories? Well, that's it. From after then, I wasn't a fan of the fruit ones. That'd be crunchy or nothing. But what about crunchy rat bones? Nah. Oh. I don't know. It was just like what it seemed to be was that he took. Like, <laughs> I like that one of your groupies and uh, as though <laughs> as though other people in the room go, oh, crunchy rat bones. Oh, I really love some rats. Oh. Have you ever eaten a rat? 
No. Okay. That's about done. That <laughs> <laughs> probably wouldn't be picked up. But she did yeah. say, I not hate black not, not her knowledge, like she goes to Domino's, <laughs> eats like a cheese and tomato pizza. By the way, that was rats. Oh, whoa, it wasn't oh. to my knowledge. Don't you know I'm allergic to rats? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. what, was the que- what was the question? What do you not um, know now? Is it gone? What's your favourite crunchy then? No, it wasn't that. I can't even mind. But I'm sure it was hilarious. It would be a great end of section. Yeah. yeah. Matt, 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 end of podcast. We've <laughs> only been going for four minutes, don't worry. There's, There's nine hours to something. go. <laughs> uh, I've looked into the future. It's not great. All right then, James McIntosh. Hello. Uh, yeah, that so that new material night. It was just well, fill, we'll set the scene right. It was basically we turned up there and there wasn't an audience. It was like comedians telling jokes to comedians, which I always find is the worst yeah, it's awful. possible audience because they're not a real audience, are they? No. Although I think if you try to do something that seems a little bit clever, they feel like they have to go. Oh, I suppose that is where the joke is. Yeah, they feel sort of feel like raped and well, laughing at it. I know what I'm doing. And yeah, like you're yeah. like, oh, and then I was Socrates got on the bus, and it's like, oh, I suppose that's a joke. That like when people laughed at the like the end of the podcast bit. I know that doesn't make sense to anyone else that's listening, but explain it then. <sighs> I done a brilliant joke, no one laughed. But then I said, um, no, it just went a joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, I know what you yeah. mean. Go yeah. and explain it, because I don't know what sentences are. James did the, the, the nightmare bit that he wasn't going to do, and I told him to do it, so he did it, begrudgingly. And then afterwards, he went, you told me to do it, and I said, yes, it was funny. And you went, feel free to pull out of the podcast, and it, feel free to say no to the podcast at any minute, because oh, before the gig, I'd asked him to do the podcast. He said, "Feel free to say no to the. Feel free to turn down the podcast." And everyone in the room laughed as though like just out podcast was a brilliant like <laughs> yeah. Were, joke, Whoa, punchline. podcast! What's that yeah. all about? Oh, I've just well, I've been turned down numerous podcasts this evening. Yeah, yeah he's done that podcast. That's garlic weird. podcast. <laughs> yeah, but it was. But we spoke about this just before we started recording about like it was one of those lines where you could have said anything. Yeah, it's and like, it, a, like if you just say like blah, 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 the timing of it is like it's like um, because it was a bit that you begrudgingly did, so you could have went. You told me to do it. I raped Anne Frank, and everyone would have went. Anne, Anne Frank, she was asking for it all locked up in that. Would you just for the story? Would you have sex with Anne Frank? Would I? Yeah. <laughs> I would. Absolutely. Shanique was all messed up. She'd do it. Well, Shriqua, hating Jews as she does. Which part of her life, like when she's like, when did she die? Nineteen ninety-five. Not on what age? I think she she was below the age of consent. I think. But but, all right. How about this, right? Would you, for the story, um, have sex with um, who's someone that's really famous? Uh, David Beckham. He looks kind of like a woman as well. Yeah, I would for the press of it. Yeah, try and do it. Just because you've got one time I was out there back and they go, I've got a story, don't worry. What about Adrian Childs? Who's that? Exactly. Presents the one one show. He looks like Shrek with Down Syndrome. (laughs) We were talking about Down Syndrome, actually. Oh, no, actually, already. Would you have sex with someone with Down Syndrome? Like, as uh, I've had this conversation before. It's quite a common topic in Scotland. Um, But my mate said to me, he's like... I. Do it to see what it was like. I was like, how different can it be? Apart from you know, a bit of spazzy moaning. It's spazzy moaning there. Bloody hell, spazzy moaning is a disgrace. I'm the controversial. I would do. I would do it because I I don't discriminate. 
Yes, well done on you. Would you have sex with someone with up syndrome? <laughs> <laughs> what did that involve? They're just sort of really, they're happy, they've got... There's a trampoline involved. <laughs> I just and they're constantly up. <laughs> I don't know. Definitely would. I think because... Yeah, because you wouldn't be like... It wouldn't be sort of like... Shaniqua, of course she fucking loves it. Here comes Shaniqua in the room. Uh, well, sometimes She's Shaniqua in is some black woman that I vision over there. And sometimes <laughs> it's you when you say something mildly racist. Um... <laughs> Yeah, well, I definitely would. I would. What? All right. If you had to have sex with Winston Churchill, which famous monument would it be, and why? Why am I interviewing you? Oh no! It, I don't know. Uh, I like it. James it was yes. never. It was never. <laughs> it was never going to be. It's never going to be normal, was no. it? No. I just thought of a shit joke. Field report. Field report. Um, why would you have sex with someone who has Down syndrome? Because you know they're going to go down. Yeah, it kind of works. It'd be more sense if someone, if there was a symptom called like blowjob syndrome, like, yeah. that'd be more sense as a joke. Come in my ass uh, syndrome. <laughs> I I thought of that re- I thought of a joke. I thought of a joke, but it's a really old one that so many people have done now. About like, I'd love to buy a dog and call it syndrome, just so when it jumped up on me, I could shout Down syndrome. That's alright. I also came up with it. I'd love to name it my dog Rapist, just to shout it in the park. <laughs> rapist. <laughs> Come here, rapist! Or any other... Don't shit on the carpet, rapist! Or any other offensive word. Rapist is licking you. That seems alright. Go on, ask me one of your questions that you've... Uh, well, one of my... Qu- well, I've written a few... Should About we seven s- inches. Should we start with the proper? Ah. Seven oh, inches. No. That's how much James can take. Uh, <laughs> we, no, should we start with the proper? I'll start with our proper question. I'll deviate because it will. Say, James uh, is a... I'll sum up... Ja- no, uh, I'll sum up... Yeah. James is a... How old are you, James? Twenty. Been ten minutes. James is a twenty-year-old match. This sounds like Match.com. James is a twenty-year-old male. <laughs> box on the beach as He's well. a tall, do- tall, a dark, man handsome. A female. <laughs> and yeah. that's it, really. Yeah. He likes walks on the beaches. Um, and anal. Yeah. Beaches is what he calls dead prostitutes. Um, yeah, like how how long have you been doing stuff? Because I've only I've met you a few times now, haven't you? Haven't you? What are you saying? Like we're just like oh, we just met the night. No, no, like, not that. No, no, not that. But I have sorry. We bumped into each other doing gigs and stuff, aren't we? And we sure. did that competition. Oh, that was going to be my question, but we'll oh. get to that. I just thought of that now. But laughing hard. Oh, yeah. But um, how long have you been doing stand-up? Two years. It's getting very droll in interviewing now, isn't it? Is it? That sounds boring. Two years, yeah. Did, uh, no, one thing I did write down here was uh, f- your first gig. Where was it? Was it stand? The first, like, three were at the stand. <laughs> That's the end of the interview. Yeah, it was at the stand. stand. What's your next question? What's your favourite colour? Purple. Yeah, it's not going to be like that. Best interview. <laughs> was, it the, was it the stand? Was it just like a... Oh, yeah, the first like year of doing it was uh, embarrassing. And then the second year, um, I pretended that that was what I meant to be doing. And then recently, um, it's just been offensive. Did it evolve, though? Because how did you, st- did you st- start? Because... You got hiccups. Yeah. Okay. James, James is quite... Uh, <laughs> would you s- you'd say surreal... Guess would be the word to bracket you, and even though it's not, it's I think more. I think people say that because they realise that there's not a joke is, there. Just because it isn't what other people do. Sure. So I would say unique and lovely. Thank you. Rather than just surreal, because anyone. Five stars. Ryan, Ryan shouted. Shaniqua just shouted shite there. Yeah, <laughs> of course, she's messed up. Um, yeah. <coughs> like she's no, but you're quite like. Shaniqua, do you mind taking some cocks? At your is, a, is a is a different uh, style. Sure. Um. And on the last podcast with uh, Scott Jeffrey, we actually named Shite drop. Eh? We not well. You say that, <laughs> but you wouldn't say that after I was going to say the next thing. We name drop you as being one of our favourite 
local comedians, but of course now you say Scott Jeffrey's shite, so... Oh, I suppose I'd have to have politeness. Oh, I like Robin and Scott. But I do like you, James, nah, because you actually answer questions. You hey, what was like Scott? answer different questions. What was Scott really? doing? He was just... We asked him a question, and then I went off somewhere else, and we were like, yeah, but still, like, how did you get into comedy? It's, it's good known that you have Yeah, but that, that's <laughs> nothing against the genius that is yeah. I think Scott. I the funniest thing I might have ever seen in the last two months was at... It's Scott's son. I like Scott. Oh, yeah, Scott, if you listen. Um, I'll wave to the screen there. Um, it was the... It was his um his son singing the potato song from Shooting Stars. Oh really? It's the funniest thing I've ever seen because he he's he just got it wrong again and again. He just kept saying potato and it made me laugh. I've thought of so many more questions now. So the the original thing was so did it evolve? How did you start your first gig? How was it like style wise? I thought I should answer something. Eh uh, yeah, I wore a wig for my first ever gig. Really? It was. That rhymed as well. It's true. And I would, didn't even know it because of the poet. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, it was embarrassing. I, oh, okay, you know when you're a kid? <laughs> um, yeah, I still am. More often a kid. You know when you're a kid and you do like an S. A baby goat. And it, yeah. <laughs> and when oh, you're a baby goat. Jokes. You know when you do an essay in school? Yeah. And like you try and be like self-referential in the essay. You go like, I'll write an essay about um, yeah. uh, this guy. And you, you write an essay about doing an essay. And you go, this would be clever. And that's what my first gig was. Some first, humor. Yeah, my first gig was like, I'll do jokes about the idea of being on stage. And like, I went like, I wore like a wig and went, oh, imagine if I just wore a wig. Imagine that was the only joke. And that was the only joke. It was awful. It was really embarrassing. And yeah, I hated it. <laughs> and then I filled my trousers up. And uh, you told me about that, didn't you? It was awful. Like and the first, yeah, the first year was shit. And then, so, and then it was like, you just do what you want after that. Because so in retrospect, I've it makes it seem like I know what I was doing. Because even right now, I have no idea what's happening. And just, like just that. the position of um, being interviewed for a podcast makes it seem like I have any importance or reason to be doing it. There's no reason for us to be doing a podcast. We're just dicks. It's true. We just got in the studio. Your yeah. front room. It's quite like semi-professional with a mixer board and things. It looks alright. But like I think that as well. It's like when people people ask me for advice and I'm like, well, I've only done it for 18 months. I don't have any. Yeah, it's I love like, giving people advice though. Just like the shittest advice. Ever. Yeah. Mention rape as much as you can. Well, it's um the um who was it? Mm. I can't mind. I gave I gave um Scott Laird. It's quite good. I give him like Scott is a good. compliment about something. And it made it seem like so weird that because I gave it, it makes it seem like I am someone that could comment on your stuff. Yeah. There's no reason that it's that, but just because it's like, I think it's good what you're doing with that thing. And, and then, then you feel like you're sort of outside of yourself going, why are you fucking saying that? Yeah, like, there's no dick. reason to. You just went on and said like, I've got a whale for a face. Or the hell I was going to talk about tonight. Ridiculous. <laughs> I like that whale story. It doesn't make sense yet, though. Uh, yeah, I was getting, you mentioned... Uh, Mentioned Scott Jeffrey. There, I was going to say, how did you find his his sort of teapot gig? Oh, that was probably the best. Because he asked thing me to do that, done. and I couldn't because oh, I was packing to, to move here, and I want to do it. Do the next one. Yeah, it was like it's in someone's house, like a country house in the middle of nowhere. Is it not in his house? No, it's in like a massive kind of not massive. Like I a big saw country the house. Really amazing. Yeah, and there's someone doing like music, like in someone on a trapeze thing, and this is when you realise you're going to go like. 
Because comedian people generally they're not cool. They're not like oh magician. Never been cool. Exactly. No. So like, you see people are going, like, hey, I'm playing the harmonica and there's a guy in a trapeze and I'm just like smoking some drugs and I'm pretending to be like, yeah, I'm I'm part of this and it's yeah. just weird, but it's nice to. Feel. It was yeah, like, like front room and it was great, but um. Yeah, he said he said you sort of, he said he said you sort of did the best move because you uh, took the big bottle of JD and. I did, yeah. Got well, there's involved. people like straight away just like off their face on drugs. And like I was trying to do normal stuff and nothing happened. So I talked to people and realised that they didn't form sentences. So then some guy passed over some Jack Daniels, drank some of that, called someone a dick, got off stage. And <laughs> by stage I mean front car. Oh, when if if I ever get to do it, I'm just gonna go by the I watched that late in live. There was sort of a <laughs> there was sort of a four part show about late in live on the BBC mm-hmm. and Johnny Vegas said that what he tried to do, because he's sort of an infamous late and liver, and he said what he tried to do was, first of all, just get more drunk and intoxicated than the audience, so that he was already sort of, yeah, he was like past their level. That's what I would try and do for that condi thing. Have you ever done it, like, drunk or on any drugs? Uh, I did uh, did a gig at RGU Union in Aberdeen, and I was quite drunk because the drinks were quite cheap. Well, they were cheap. This is the union, and I remember not being able to do that well because I sort of forgot. Like I got yeah. this set was fine and stuff, but it seemed like I thought about it more than usual. But you yeah. see these guys who can just who just get shit faced. Like, like have you seen like like Vlad does the drinking bit where he'll drink like the pint. He doesn't. He doesn't really drink much though. People like, have said that, people have said that he's done that a couple of times. It's a brilliant bit. I like I, I could never do like a Vegas and. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, well, my first gig I drank a shitload. Robin was there at my first gig. Uh, was that from nerves or? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay, but you nervous. couldn't really tell on stage because it was just. No, it, I guess I'm it turns into sort of stupid adrenaline. Because that I you was have to like have for it, but. Because I was in character on stage because I wanted to be more like Russell Howard, and I wanted to be sort of a more energetic, upbeat comedian. Uh, but that kind of fell by the wayside. But yeah, I was like, bad. What about like three, three, four beers and two or three Jack Daniels before I went on stage, which is like fucking dangerous if you weren't nervous because like when you're nervous you don't get drunk you just get more nervous yeah okay yeah. Uh, I, I, don't it, know. I did my, my first or six gigs I did would have to have a few drinks before it but then I did a whole I did I think I did about 10 10 gigs like over the course of time where I would just drink water on stage and it was fine and then I realised like oh I just it's fine don't need it I've don't only done one which is on my birthday during last fringe just like a a dare. No, I do it drunk. And it's fine. I've been. I'm funnier when I'm hepped up on like like if I've drank coffee and stuff before a gig. Got some I'm funnier because I'm more energetic and totally. angry. But when I've been drinking, it's it sort of like dulls me. So I'm like I take take more time to tell the joke rather than just be like ah yeah. But yeah. Oh yeah, quite a lot of it. It can seem like if you just do something slowly, people assume that that's where a joke is supposed to be. Right, that's the same time. Pause. Um, <laughs> I need a piss. Oh, no, just continue, right, actually. No, you just turn, turn off your mic before you... Continue. Can chat to, we can chat to your groupies if you want. Yeah. Oh, Shanique, Shanique was just shat Shanique, herself. Sorry. Take a thing, have a chat. Give it to me. Pretend to be shy. You were jumping in the pool and talking about So, So you're friends with Jesus? I technically only met him tonight, so... Oh, Jesus. That's his friend, though. 
Yeah. James's uh, friend Ryan, he, he's quite a cool kind of man. He's got All right. a bit of facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like he could be in a band, I think. Yeah, Are you in a band? I've tried. Failed. Yeah. What do you do with yourself, yeah. Ryan? Because this is sort of the first time we've met. And yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. Not sort of. Not sort of. Yeah. Like oh, oh, really? Anything you've got to plug, it goes on iTunes. Anything. Got play a nice guitar. Plays guitar. Uh, listen to it. You see, just search Ryan playing guitar. Yeah. Razagil on YouTube. Was it? Razagil. Razagil. Oh Raza god. Gil. Yeah, on YouTube. Batman. Batman. Yeah. Don't look Batman on YouTube. <laughs> you don't look anything like Liam Neeson. If you see, if you ever see anyone playing guitar, go up to them and say, "Is your name Ryan?" If they answer <laughs> yes, say, "Do you know someone called James McIntosh and someone called Shaniqua?" And if they then subsequently say yes, then that'll especially be Shaniqua part. Yeah, yeah, especially. Yeah. Everyone knows Shaniqua. So what do you do with yourself? I was a student. What do you study? Engineering. It feels like a gig now. What do you engineer? Uh, shit. What's your favorite, <laughs> Where's what's your favorite tool? <laughs> engineer shit. You build uh, shit in the sandcastle. Uh, do you like do you like a spanner or do you prefer like have you? Uh, a screwdriver? Uh, this is a sexual euphemism. Uh, a bit of a spanner. Spanner. Have you ever you've Tightening you've never you're not a standy up? No. Have you ever thought about trying it? Uh, I'm not, I'm not he's funny. He's too handsome for it. He is far too handsome. There's no point in you doing it. You're far too good looking to Someone do it. Someone stole my beer. You've got the... That was beer, not beard. It's not like a beard thief. What do you think of James's? You must have seen James. Oh, I like James. I've seen a couple of his shows, yeah. He's quite good live. You should go see his shows if you can. Quite good live. He'd be, be better dead. Be 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 better dead. Um, no, no, he's, he's alright oh, dead. Nice. He twitches a bit. Yeah. That's because of all the coke he does. Makes him easier to fuck. <laughs> uh, anyway, James is back on the scene. Uh, you can chat. I'm gonna. Go I'm gonna go urinate. What were you saying? What was Shaniqua saying? Who was Shaniqua this time? That was Shaniqua this time. Ryan. Ryan was Shaniqua. No, Ryan was Ryan, but Shaniqua was holding the mic. I, think I don't know what's going on here. No, no, no. I think I've, I've, I've gone down a passage of something, you know. I think so, yeah. Well, I'm hoping, maybe with some slight editing. Yeah, I'm going to edit. Um, oh, fine. I'm, I think I'm this will be... a purist. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think this will be a little bit interesting. I'll edit it to make it sound nice, hopefully. Sure. Last one sounds shit. Sorry. Or one regular listener who is Robin. Do you just like off Robin? Right. Oh, what a funny. Yeah. Fucking minces about like a fucking queer. He does, eh? What do you think of Robin? He's alright. He has a cool t shirt on. <laughs> Batman? <laughs> that wasn't even related to anything. No, it is Ro- Batman and Robin. Oh, that makes sense. I, I, I think I did that one time. That makes sense. Someone passed me a bottle opener actually. But uh yeah. I don't know, what were we saying? We were saying something before we tried to slide off Robin <laughs> into no avail. Oh no, no, we're speaking at before he left we were just speaking about the birth cave, weren't we? Yeah. Go in there. Oh yeah, the birth yeah, definitely do it. Yeah. It's not a normal gig. It's not really good. Scott was saying something like you slept up the hill and you're quite like unnerved. Yeah. Well, what, like, what happened? Well, that's the thing. Like they left maybe about 
two, and like it was a weird experience. I thought like I can't, like if I just leave now, it'll just end. I'll go home, whatever. So I thought mm. even if it goes bad, it'll still be some experience. Yeah. And it just ended up me just like just sleeping with these like old hippie people and. That's my idea. It's alright. I quite. That. I think I liked it in a kind of I don't know what's happening way. Well, if we if we do ne- if we do next time, let's just immerse ourselves in the culture. Of course, yeah. And we'll become sort of leaders. I think that guy offered me heroin, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think he did. It's an amazing thing. It's sort of just whisper. I think he did. I think because he, he kind of went, "Have you ever tried heroin?" And I went, "No," because I wasn't even really trying like the more um, mundane drugs. <laughs> and I went mm. like, "I've got some," in a kind of a tempting way, and I went. Um, I'm alright, thanks. My mate, my mate. Pro plus. I've Carl pulled it up. Um, exactly. My mate tried it uh, because he worked on fishing boats. Oh and it was like, he was on what he called the good fishing boats because they let the people do drugs on them. And he went out onto the deck one morning and this guy was on there doing heroin, like smoking it. Sure. And uh, the guy went, oh, you want some of this? You want some of this? And my mate was like, no. Not really, I'm just having a cigarette, I'm fine with that. It's enough of a buzz for me to kickstart my fishing day. Oh, my working day. And the guy's like, oh, go on, it's, it's brilliant, just just try it, it's brilliant. And he was like, nah, you're alright. And then the guy went, oh, I don't want to be doing it just on my own. So <laughs> my mate just went, oh, alright then. <laughs> and then I went, I went, I went, it, it, like, he never got, like, addicted to it, which I found strange, because yeah. apparently that's the myth, is that it's quite Moorish. <laughs> the old heroin is kind of... Love it. Then it'd be yummy for the old junkies. <laughs> but like, I went, what did it? What was it like? And he went, no, uh, getting stoned. I went, yeah. And he went, it's like being really, 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 really stoned. I was like, oh, that's a brilliant disclaimer there. For that that. Was it. He's got like the best most because he's done quite a lot of drugs, sure. and uh, so I use him as sort of like a barometer. Of yeah, sort of like a what's it called? Like a. A rabbit down the mine or whatever it oh, is. Oh, canary. A canary down the mine. A <laughs> rabbit, rabbit down, down the mine. A rabbit down the mine would be rubbish unless there's like a hutch down there and it was like, oh, this mine's great, I'll live here. But like, <laughs> Eat the carrot. I used him as that and he was like, uh, cocaine's pretty shit. And I was like, but everyone sort of, everyone quite enjoys it, don't they? It's quite a good one to do. And he was <laughs> like, no, it, it puts a smile on your face and empties your wallet. And I was like, oh, I won't do that. Then. But, okay. uh, the weirdest thing I ever did with salvia. Have you ever done that? It's like a legal drug, and it shouldn't. It shouldn't be. Le- it shouldn't be legal. Like I did it with two two mates, and uh, we all took it. And it says in the back, "Oh, you should have a sitter with you, which is like someone who isn't on it to make sure you're all right." And every time I stood up, the wallpaper changed colour. And every time I sat down, it changed colour. So I spent like I get, it only lasts a wee well like half an hour. So every time I stood up. I was just spent half an hour standing up and down. I turned to my mate, and he was getting eaten by the sofa that we were sat on. So I was going up and down like that, looking at wallpaper, change patterns. Yeah. And he was getting eaten by the sofa. My other mate went to the toilet for an inordinate amount of time for any sort of toilet function. Like You can't brush your teeth for that long. <laughs> he came back. So my mate's getting eaten by a sofa. I'm going up and down like that. My mate come back, and he's like, don't go to the toilet. Actually, go. And we're like... I was still going up and down, going, what? Why should I go? Look at a new magnolia pattern. And my mate's going, oh, fucking sofa. And I went, why should we go to the toilet? And he's like, because it's fucking breathing. Because he saw the toilet going like up, the lid going up and down and that's, that's breathing out. And I spoke to someone else who did it. Dusty did it. He started speaking Spanish. He doesn't know any Spanish. He just started speaking Spanish. Fluent Spanish. 
And uh, someone else, someone else, I spoke, someone else, I spoke to. I, I told him that story and I went, what happened? To he was like, oh, I did it as well. And I went, what happened to you when you did it? And he was like, what happened to me was, uh, it felt like I was in a light bulb looking out. <laughs> he was I like, really, he amazing. felt like he was really high up in a trapped space. Like he was in a light bulb looking sure. out on a room. Like it's, me- if it's legal. That's all. It shouldn't be legal. shops. <laughs> Tesco's. I bought like a b- I remember being at tea in the park and this guy gave me a packet of this stuff and it was, it was meant to be legal acid. It was called like flying dragon or some pish. Sure. And uh, my so my only knowledge of tripping is getting a really bad stomach ache. Right. <laughs> so if that's <laughs> if that's tripping, then I've tripped. Feel a little bit I've, sick now. But like yeah, my mate, my mate, that was the heroin tangent. That was a heroin. So you know my drug. Right. Have you ever done the drugs? Maybe. What have you done? Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I'm holding the microphone doesn't mean you, you're not involved. Is that the police? I'm a good boy. What have you done? No one on the internet. He's not the police, he looks nothing like Sting. <laughs> Just read. I have never done anything wrong. That is amazing. That statement's amazing. I've d- I've never done anything wrong. Have you said I, d- I before C except after C? Yeah, yeah. Of course no, never, <laughs> never. <laughs> Have you ever said? Oh, sh- How many like fruit and veg do you eat today? At least five. <laughs> You've done nothing wrong. Nothing <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I mean, I killed that guy once, but yeah, yeah. that was he. Uh, he was he deserved it. That's fair, dude. The voices <laughs> told me to do it. So I didn't want to disobey them. That's wrong. Well, of course, of course. I once drank a like a, like a half shot of death hole. Why? For Why? well, because it was for like eighteen quid, and I was a student. It was like a dare. I snorted like a line of. Uh, it was like a snorted like a meter of gin, and someone lit it halfway through. So. What the fuck's wrong with you? That was a bad year. It was a year when. Like, <laughs> it sounds like a bad. It was a bad. Month. I was a. Like, I was a year and I was like sponsored by whiskey and was just said parcel. I see. They lit, they lit it like when it was going up. Yeah, the so it was like flame. That's on the other end, so it was like gin, hot up what? hurt. Yeah, it's not fun, but if you're drunk then. Uh, Takes the edge off. Yeah. But still, ow! Yeah. Death will probably clean me out. <laughs> one, of, one of my mates told me, one of my mates, uh, Ryan, he told me his mate once drank a bottle of toilet duck. No. Just because his mates told him that they betted him that he wouldn't do it, so he drank a shitload of toilet duck, and he was on like a uh, saline drip for like <laughs> three days. I've got horrible company if I do see. Yeah, he's still alive, <laughs> but he's really like really clean. He's <laughs> really just he just shits crystals. Yeah, it's weird. He, sh- he just shits pure clean. <laughs> <laughs> just comes out purified. His blood. shit cleans his toilet. <laughs> Yeah, that was a nice tangent on the drugs. What have you done? Anything? No. Well, at the um, at the purse I'm, thing, I'm that was really the only thing. Um, yeah. bit of heroin, obviously. Um, just, just a, I'm not. No, I just like I can't smoke things because I find it weird. I did try a bit of the um, the what's the one the smoke of drug? Weed. That one. Weed, yeah. Um, I tried that and I just ugh, it didn't do anything. I didn't do enough, I suppose. But it just kind of it's horrible. And yeah. That's so it. Would you take it if it was like? 
Possibly. If I had icing on top, I'd love it. What, so, well, or a brownie or something. <laughs> yeah, icing on top. I'm just going to buy some header and put a bit of icing. <laughs> Sprinkle some sugar on top yeah. of it. I've never, there's, uh, I've never really seen people do that kind of really hard stuff, which is good. It was odd. Like, it was the casualness that I found weird about it. Like, someone sort of like going, oh, I'm doing this, and they're being a bit sneaky about, about it. it. Yeah, but it was just like the casualness of going like, oh, what do I, I don't I have an apple or some heroin. What am I going for? It sort of makes you respect a bit more just because they're like, uh, you can't really argue with them about it too much because they're too casual. I suppose, yeah. I I didn't actually see someone take heroin, but I know what it was about. And there's loads of weird stuff about That's also something I found odd was that, like, met some people there and they all seemed lovely, but I didn't know if most people were being genuinely good people or if it was because of a drug. Yeah, like really people like I met shit. later on when I left Scott were like going, Oh, how's it going? I was talking to this um, girl and I guess her boyfriend or husband and it seemed fun. But I don't know if they're you know Yeah, it was because real. of yeah. intoxication or if they were genuinely lovely. Exactly. Uh what else have we got? I haven't written anything down. The last two things I got written down are more towards the end of the thing. Um But yeah, um, I'd like to hear more from these people because I feel like I'm letting these down. Explain yourself. What's your thoughts on comedy? It, it's funny. <laughs> we spoke to Ryan for a bit. Ryan, uh, what, what comedians do you like? Uh, he is Macintosh. He is Macintosh. Br- uh, is brilliant. Oh, he's funny. He's really good life. His hands bit is amazing. Oh, T-Rex hands. Gotta love T-Rex hands. It's the best bit. It's not. It is great. I love the... Uh, oh, that was another thing I was going to speak to about. <laughs> Because they seem quite uncomfortable with the idea yeah. speaking. Uh, like the we did the we did the we did the, we, we did the laughing horse thing, didn't we? True. And uh, you did the hands bit, and you got through. But I, what my favourite bit was you came, you you got announced first as like the going to London gang. Right. <laughs> remember? Did I? I can't yeah, remember it. Yeah. Yeah. It went like it went like third. Yes. And then you yeah. went. You went. Uh, <coughs> the host went, oh, hey, James, you're going to London, how do you feel? And you were like, oh, I came third, it's not very good, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Like, I, I love your, like... I don't remember that. Sort of, like, pass-off comments about that joke gig. Like, oh, I'm not going to... Like, it was like, we, we also did the the loaded thing, didn't we? Loaded laughter, sponsored yeah. by Yazoo. Yeah. And uh, you, you were like, you halfway through your set, you were like, I'm not going through, am I? And then you picked on those two guys who look like Nazis in the front row of the skinheads. Well, yeah, I think... I also I like your sort of like you don't like care. Yeah, but that's what right. me and Scott and Dusty spoke about last time, and he because I asked him the question that I'll ask you then, which is like favorite comedians on the go. Got it ready. And he said you, and sort of it was because nice. you sort of do your I thing. Feel you don't, to see him, and because we don't have to, yeah. but we we all know Scott's good because he he does it. But we both like, we all agreed that it was because you sort of do stuff and you don't really care. Even though obviously you do, yeah. but you know what I mean. But it comes across as like, yeah, because you see the realism of the gig, whereas oh, it's just me speaking to people for sure. a bit. Sure, you're not as you're not as formatted, so it doesn't seem like you care as much as other comedians, where they know where peop- they want people to laugh. Yeah, but you don't seem to care where they laugh as long as they do. Okay. Because I said that. I think the word care makes it seem really kind of like flippant and arrogant. No, not that. Not in a <laughs> not in an arrogant way. More in a realistic way of like, this is what it'll be. So it doesn't really. If you laugh. 
fine. Because I, I okay. had that same thing. I did Pete's podcast, and he said something about... Uh, he asked me a question or something, it deviated, and I said, the way I look at it is... Um, when you go to a gig, the audience and you are all strangers, and mm-hmm. when you're doing the gig, they're all strangers still, and afterwards, they're going to be strangers, so you might as well just either do what you want, because, you know what I mean, yeah. you didn't go to the gig knowing everyone and caring what they think, so you might as well do what you want, because they're always going to be strangers, if you know what I mean. I suppose so. And he, he seemed to think that was quite a new way of thinking, but I thought everyone sort of... Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But I suppose like, like it doesn't really matter, does it? Because it's not as though you're individually gonna meet those people ever again. Yeah. It's only in that room that's, that for that bit. That's in an ideal. That's in like a oh, this is what it should be like. That's, that's always like, what. That's like, what I thought. Because when nerves got to me, I just thought, fuck it, they're fucking strangers. Who yeah. cares? But I always try and kind of play to like yeah, people that I know. Does that make yeah. sense? Like yeah. if you did someone like yourself. Like people at the back that are just half listening, it'd be to them. And I don't know that's completely wrong, but it's how it works. At least you're playing to someone. <laughs> that's true. When there's no audience. You're not just playing to the lights. You're just not just no, but that, that was the thing we were speaking about was. Um, um, someone has a question? Okay, it's kind of like to use as a collective, as comedians. How do you feel about people that get offended by co- like comedy? That is a very good question. They're all cunts. I think no. I think it depends on the. Uh, it's quite fun. This is like a proper like. Uh, this is like some sort of like question. It's a Q and A, isn't it? Like, right. What no, do you I think? think like, um, no, oh, it's a, a brilliant it's thing. A proper <laughs> thing. <laughs> proper thing that annoys me because offence is uh, is given, not taken. I think so. It depends on the context of. Uh, if you you can joke about whatever you want. It just depends on the context and about your belief behind it that sounds proper wanky but you know what I mean if you say something like you make a joke about anything but if you actually believe that so if you tell like a joke about like blind people for instance if you actually think they are the butt of the joke then you probably shouldn't do it if you're just making a point yeah but it's like what I've been trying to do lately with like writing and like a couple of my sets have done is I'm trying to offend it's not often on question time after someone asks a question they fucking kiss (laughs) (laughs) What do you think about offensiveness in comedy? I'm just going to suck him off. Just think of that. Next. I won't finish this question. I'm covered in jizz. <laughs> I would like to explain that everyone now is um, wanking. That's a question. I'm wanking, man. Oh, she's clever. It's true. But yeah. As Objection. <laughs> Overruled. He's almost there. <laughs> oh, wanking. Hey, carry on, Dusty. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I'm trying to like offend like a, <laughs> like a sort of a part of the audience, like be it women, men, or gay people or something, then trying to win them back again. Okay. Just so that they can be like, I didn't like what he said, but he is being What's funny it? about yeah. it. Yeah. And being like, what are you saying? I'm just saying that gay people fall under the category of male or female. Yeah, so well, I'm, no, I'm literally targeting gay people by saying something that is. But you put them in the. You said women, men, or gay people. Yeah, but no, I'm saying that as different groups. This is brilliant. Like I'm saying, I'm being misogynistic. I'm trying to offend women. I'm being anti-man as a feminist who would alienate men. I'm being homophobic, alienate gay people. I'm not saying. Yeah, they are part of the same (laughs) group, but I'm just saying I'm offending different types of people. Like I could just offend people who really like jam. I don't jam. like jam. 
and then I could make a really good funny point. Jimmy Hendrix made, wrote terrible. a song about that, didn't he? Sorry? About jam. Oh, you, j- you don't like the name Jimmy. No, I don't talk. Alright. You can continue talking. <laughs> but yeah. So, I like, don't feel like I've got any gravitas in this situation. Please don't grab us out. Don't have the mic. You're but you don't have the mic. We can't hear you, Jimmy. You're just interested to see what people would do with. I, yeah, I quite enjoy this. Like, because th- this won't happen again with like a gaggle of people. So, like, what people do. How do you it know? It actually happened during the fringe. Well, it, it might not. It'll like just be. It might not. Yeah, but I like this, so just speak. You don't do anything wrong, so just speak. Exactly. You can't do anything wrong because I ain't found it. Fucking. Does she give correct change to the bus driver? You bet your fucking cunt she does. Actually, today I gave 1.30 instead of 1.40. Accidentally, because I just got back from America and I forgot. What did you do? Whoa, 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 whoa. What did you do? I said I gave 1.40 instead of, or sorry, 1.30 instead of 1.40. You fucking psychopath. Accidentally. Some bus driver there just counting his. I got halfway through the bus journey and I looked at the ticket. I'm like, oh, I feel really bad. I should apologise. She's gonna be on Crime Watch tomorrow night. Yeah. <laughs> just a pixelated ten pence. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what was the thing? It just went in. It turned into question time. Like any other question? Any other question? Any other question? Come on. Yeah. That's any other, any other quite have you got any queries, comedy queries? No. No, I was just calling him out in his incorrect. Yeah, fucking call him out. We're in a Same Hawaiian thing. shirt. We're not in Hawaii, you cunt. <laughs> is that a hand no, no, tattoo? There's nothing wrong with Hawaii. Is that a hand tattoo? It is, yeah. What is it of? It's a triquatro. Triquatro. That's three, four. So you got the number seven written on you, but in a. If you want to look at it that way. No, I don't know. It was cool. Anyway, you can look at it. It's charmed. It's cool, I think. What does it mean? It means harmony. Harmony. Fuck that shit. Where do you... Because most places don't do hand tattoos. It was a holiday tattoo. I got it in Cyprus. <laughs> oh, that... The same mate that I was speaking about heroin and things with. He... Oh, I met, We were drunk, right? We were drinking absinthe in the afternoon, like in a bar. I, I don't think you even hear, heard me do this bit. We were drinking absinthe and we were like two seats away from a tattoo place. And we were really drunk. And I went, you know what you should do? You should get knuckle tattoos. And he went, what should I get? And I went, you should get beer and fags. Because you like a beer. Not not American fags. Like, fuck, fuck you, fag. Not that. Like, fags means cigarettes. Yeah, I'm sure you know this. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. If a gay person smoking a cigarette, you're allowed to just smoke fags. But uh, anyway, I said you should get be- I said you should get beer and fags, but get fags with a Z with a line through. You know, so it just looks so chavy because you like a beer and you like sm- he smokes. Obviously, he's tried heroin. Of course, he smokes. And uh, he went, he went, <laughs> he was really drunk. He went, I'm not fucking robbing. I'm not fucking getting that. I'm gonna get beer and tits. And he did get beer and tits. He's got beer and tits on his knuckles. And his mum fucking hates me for that. Yeah. <laughs> Even the tattoos just try to persuade him out of it. He's like, I will cover it up with stars for free. He's Which pulled. hand did he get what on? Uh, right hand, right, beer. no, right hand's beer, left hand's tits. Beer and tits. But like, he was really sheepish about it when he was sober. I'd go, show him your tattoo, and he sheepishly showed beer and tits. But then once he was drunk, he'd like be out like all aggressive and who wants some tits in their face, <laughs> like in fights and stuff. But it's like no one can match that. 
Sure. As an as knuckle tattoos, beating tits. I was gonna get a tattoo that just said the word tattoo in a question mark. I wanted to do it, but I don't. Gus like Limburn's got that. He's got a tattoo that. Uh, no, does he have a tattoo that says tattoo? He's got a tattoo on him that says random. Okay. That makes sense. But I, I wanted to get a tattoo that just says I love my tattoo. I wanted I wanted Chinese writing. I wanted Chinese writing that just said tattoo in Chinese so that I could go with okay, Chinese tattoo. Funny. You know these dicks. Yeah, like, that's oh, it means fucking love and hot. That's it. Like it's always. Or my favorite Chinese meal. Tiger sure. Chicken. Sweet. It's over. That's like. But I just you're inevitably inevitably I can never say that gonna regret all tattoos. No. Even if it's like, oh, I love my mum. You might not, eventually. Yeah, she might be a racist. She might time. be a racist, eventually. Yeah. It's that sort of... Yeah, you got a hand one. I was just interested in the hand one. It's cool. Seems alright. Can show your other tattoos? It's got, um... Have you got more than me? It's got the swastika on the forehead. Um, Sorry, I tried to rub that off, but... It's, mm, it's oh, fair enough. It's still there. This is that um, plus Just like an L. <laughs> <laughs> plus sign out. What ones? I have that one. Alright. Another one on the wrist that says. But anyone listening candy? to the podcast is pointing. Cock. Star. <laughs> right. It's my new album. There's one that just says Jews go home. I don't have a but I know the one that says Jews go home. So. Yeah, I don't know. Where's the one on the back? What does it say? I don't want to. It doesn't say anything. Just swirly shit. Ryan, when are you getting yeah. your one? I can get it. Brilliant answer there from Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> so right. Ryan, you have any just tattoos? A, Ryan just sounds like a like a Valium yes. patient. <laughs> what of? Uh, pie. Do you want to have a tattoo at all? She does have pie. She does have pie. What? She has pie. That is mental. Why do you have that? She does have pie. She get the word. But it's, wait a minute, right, anyone listening, she's. Uh, she's got the symbol pie. She has got pie. the pie symbol. On the her mathematical ankle. symbol. You should get the word chicken written above it. <laughs> Everyone loves a chicken pie. It's a vegetarian. They don't have meat pie over there. Cherry pie, then. A cherry pie or apple pie? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, remember that song The Rock did, like a single The Rock I did. do remember that. I love it. Jerry, but <laughs> <laughs> love the Rock says. Love it. He does sm- say, Roy, you know your role. <laughs> that made too much sentence. Make Mark, that, I miss No Way Out last night. Speak about it. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Pie. 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 I'd like to just for. Have you got um, any tattoos? No. No, because I'm not a fag. Um, <laughs> no, I don't like. It's <laughs> not, no, not like a cigarette. Only uh, cigarette. No, no. Reference to a shitty pun. Um, no, I don't like the idea of it. Uh, I've drawn some on, like there. I've drawn. Uh, that's a, a freckle that makes a smiley face. So you know. Oh, yeah, probably the gay thing. Um, I showed you earlier on. There's that, it's my, brilliant. I'm sure you somebody else drew it. No, I drew it. <laughs> I drew it at my mum's, yeah. I drew it at my mum's. Did, did your mum draw it? Wait, don't try like, go and go, oh, I've got pipe, that's all, that's all right. Smiley face, that's weird. It's not even permanent. No, I just, yeah, it's viral. It's complete viral. Really, you can be a frowny face whenever you run into this. It's just funny. You look it upside down, sad face. More sad face. If I sort of like, you know, move my arm about, it talks. It does. That's sort of the essence of James there. What? Draws on his own tattoos. It doesn't. Yeah, that's fine. I did um, for a yeah, bit try to draw like sort of swirly shit like all the way up my arm. Like you know, like sort of um, you know the guy in from Dust Till Dawn. He's got full body tattoos. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I tried to do that and I got like up to the elbow and then had to go home. 
Because you know, they threw you out that library. <laughs> they threw me out of the pen shop. And then I got off the bus. <laughs> Greg's. <laughs> uh, then I went into Greg's and masturbated into the pies. It's horrible and shit. It's horrible and shit. It's horrible and shit. And racist. Yeah. And pies. Rape. I thought we were done. We've done nearly 50 minutes, and I think none of it has made sense. No. Uh, yes, I'd like to, um, I know I'm kind of taking over, but um, for like you, I'm going to, yeah, do you want to just see what would happen? Just for like a bonus feature, right, because it's been us three mainly, to see what's happened with these three folk. Because it'll be fun. It wouldn't be fun. Just pretend like one of you do stand-up, well, all of you do stand-up. Uh, uh, I quite like that question time element. Yeah, that's what? just questions. Because they, uh, they ask queries and we answer them because we're obviously awesome. I already asked the question, it's one of those two, sorry. <laughs> uh, Technically, you didn't answer it. I did, I said... We did, I yeah. started answering it and then she interrupted my answer. I answered it and then he said like something so like, he offends everyone because he's I mental. And then Shaniqua the kicked in. To me, those that get offended by comedy shouldn't watch comedy. Yeah. So uh, it's m- I always find yeah. it shocking that people still walk out with like Jimmy Carr and Frankie Boyle shows e- and like because they say that on the po- like as though they've never heard of them before but you have to hear of them to go see them so it's like yeah, the fact that people sit down like this is their first time seeing Frankie oh, he's told a, a joke that I don't like so yeah. I'm gonna leave and he's like well it's, it's on the fucking poster have you ever actually genuinely been offended by someone. Uh, I, uh, the only thing I get offended by is people stealing material. Sure. But that's not anything to do I've with like what you mean. Yeah, I've yeah. I've been offended by some comedians, like uh, Andrew Dice Clay. Some of his more racist shit is quite, like, fucking horrible, but it's like 80s racism as well, which is... He's like a, a weird American stand-up. You ever heard of Andrew Dice Clay? He's like, where's like big leather studded... He'll do nursery oh. rhymes yeah, that are based on racism and homophobia. Yeah, I have seen it, yeah. Yeah, but it's just rubbish as well. Yeah, I think yeah, when it's, it's funny terrible. enough, because I think some of the stuff that Patrice O'Neill does is technically really like sexist and horrible, yeah, but it's funny enough to get away with it. And it's just the fact that he says that himself. He's like, "I'll die." Well, he did say, "I'll die a racist sexist," and I'm fine with that. Yeah, exactly. It's like we well, can't really argue with that. But another yeah. like another American yeah. comedian said about him was like, "I go to see Patrice O'Neill, and I like I'm completely like not sexist or racist or anything like that." Yeah. When I see him perform, I agree with everything he says. Because that's just how compelling of, he yeah, is. Skill of saying it. This is like that, um, the elephant in the room specially did, where he says that thing about, like, he names a white person who recently got kidnapped, and yeah. the crowd instantly say her name, and he's like, what about that other one? Other women and the black yeah. girl, and no one can sit and he's like, That's exactly my point. No one gives yeah. a fuck about black women. If I got shipwrecked, I'd and it's like, I'd it's have like a setting white a, baby it's as like a keychain. It's like, yeah, it's like setting that? a trap for the audience. Of course, yeah. Who walk into it themselves. But and it wasn't like actually like a black woman who screamed at the white girl's name as well. Yeah. I, the whole of offensive thing, I don't understand how you can be offended by. No. Although some people try to like promote it. bad then you can be offended by it because it's not actually funny. Yeah, there's some of that. If it's someone just shouting racial slurs and actually just being racist, it's not comedy. Unless you make it funny. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing about context, isn't it? It depends what the joke's about, not what the joke is. Also, do you really find, like, you always try to defend the the idea of, um, yeah, you can say whatever you want on stage, but then it apparently means that 
you have to be one of those people that do like just come on and go yeah motherfuckers and you go well, I cannot just talk about bears yeah. but you have to kind well, of like if you say that you go well why don't you do it I don't want to I just want to talk about yeah bears. I find it quite a, a difficult thing like oh, every gig I go to I want to just go on and be like oh, I'll say what I want but it always comes back to me just doing safe structured material but I'd sure. love to just go on like, like Louis C.K. does and even though it is structured it's like it is how he feels it's real you stuff can, you can imagine him being like that yeah. He's like a fucking. I don't. You know. He's like I don't give a shit. You can I imagine him not giving a shit. Like, like yeah, yeah. I guess you have to get to that point. It's that whole point of that as well as finding your voice. That mm. phrase that haunts me. Because it's also <laughs> like listening to him in interviews. It is just him. It's just him speaking on stage. Just doesn't like, care. But I think you have to get to a point where you're where you funny enough to speak about what you want. Uh, it's a bit of that. Yeah. yeah. You have to be able to have like the general skills. Yeah, and you have to have hard. you have to have enough of Which an audience who want you not to care. Yeah, that's just like because if you don't care, then no one's gonna see you. But once you're like you're big enough, it's a part of it. Come to see you anyway. Yeah. It's a sure. part of it that always confuses me about the whole. When do you get that moment when you wake up and you're like, I can't give a fuck, and then people think you're brilliant for it because I'm sure for the same amount of people who wake up and go I couldn't give a fuck and they are brilliant there's 20,000 people who wake up and go I couldn't give a fuck and they're horrible but there's like yeah. uh, the band MGMT they like start like their first, their debut album was like like poppy stuff the stuff that got on the charts and so they like they that was their intention they became famous and then they did the stuff they actually wanted to do for their second album and then for people who were still fans were like this is actually good so they wouldn't have gotten audience that they would have had if they didn't start off being like mainstream and safer and then they went weird so that they kept most of the audience from when they were just like at number one with kids so uh so they just like they had the safeness first and then they got the audience from that mm. so you sort of like have to win over your audience first and then you can do what you want you got to find your niche. Another question? Should we go? <laughs> Questions? No, sir. Oh, sir. I'm turned on. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm hearing the American more. It reminds me of when I was a primary school teacher. Mm-hmm. You've got good questions. Think of another. Come on, give us questions. <laughs> I don't know. We can't improvise. I'm under pressure now. All right, well, I'll speak to James and you can ask <sighs> How did you find your, How did you find your uh, semi-final? Oh, the laughing horse thing. Yeah. What was the semi-final? That was the London semi-final. Yeah, and um, that was probably the worst one I've done in a few years. Well, not a few years. About the last year. It was horrible. Um, spent ten hours on the bus. Was waiting in the pub that was set up for three hours. We we were gonna go down, weren't we? If we're we doing the same if one. We're in the same heat. Oh yeah, sure. That, that was the whole plan. That was the plan of a lovely time in London. Stay at my mate. We're gonna go. You said we should go to Legoland. <laughs> we should go to Legoland. But um, yeah, that's like if we went there a few days earlier, done some stuff, maybe done other shows, and then went and done the gig. I think it would have been a lot better. It would have been worth it. Yeah. Instead of going down there for a ten-hour trip, doing four minutes of what was supposed to be like seven minutes because it was just bollocks. Everyone done the same kind of stuff. It was just 
It's just horrible. Everyone doesn't cock gags. Was anyone in the heat that you knew, or was it all just... Uh, Dan Pethel. Dan Petherbridge. Petherbridge was good. in it. He's good. He was good. He's got quite a lot of balls. He tried new stuff at the semi-finals. <laughs> Not all new, I don't think, but he's tried some stuff. I think we both kind of knew that it wasn't going to go well, but yeah. I had delusions. I went, I'm going to kick this in the fanny, and it the was g- awful. The guy who won my semi-final was the guy who... Uh, ended up winning it. All right. Robert Mayer, Canadian Robert Mayer. guy. Okay. I don't and know uh, I went, I went with my dad to. I, I took. Uh, well, my dad took me down. That's why I went down because he paid for everything. Okay. Went down. It was like from our heat. It was like me, Gareth, and Wayne. Right. And uh, <coughs> we did it, and he got announced as the winner. And it was like, and the winner is Robert Mayer, but because my name's Robin Granger, like, yeah. and like my two mates and my dad started, started clapping. So yeah. it was like a football game where a goal <laughs> almost goes in that doesn't. Right. So it's like, oh, oh, oh yeah. it's true. But I, I thought I did. Fa- I thought I had a good set, and everyone was like, like oh, I was, Gareth was like, oh, I you're was totally the worst on. I don't think I was um, myself, if I can say that. But crowd reaction wise, there was a heap of shit. It, <laughs> I, no one laughed at all, and I just I felt how just bright sick. were the lights? You noticed the fucking glare. Yeah, it was just. I was on second. Yeah, yeah. I, I nearly got in a car crash after it because I was on too late and nearly missed my um, bus home. Yeah. And asked this guy, it was like a red top hat on and a yellow vest, and it was brilliant. And I went, oh, you can get to Victoria train station in ten minutes, and he just it was Jamaican. He went like. I don't think so, but I can, and I was like, oh, he's brilliant, and we got there, and he scraped the side of his taxi, it was brilliant, yeah, <laughs> I, like worth it, I was shitting myself, but it was great, yeah. still feel like a nice experience, I'm like, no, no, no. would you have preferred like not it. to have got to that, stage? totally, like, if, I would have been <laughs> fine with just, like, I'm not, getting that stage is nice, like, just people putting you through, and you go, oh, that's alright, they yeah. kind of like the stuff, but, Actually doing hassle, it, I'd have been fine with just going to um, whatever beehive or city cafe or something. Yeah. Uh, James, James, I've got a question for you. Oh, fuck's sake. You're the guest. You're the guest. <laughs> <laughs> You're <laughs> the one bored of your own interview. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Of course. Um. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why? Just why, why? did you start stand up? Why? What, what was your? That's a good one. Seems quite disparaging. No, this is, no, I'm asking why. Is like, what was the, like, what was your motivation to do it? Um, because everyone seems to be different. You that's think what it was the same thing. That's what I kind of want. That's what I want to ask. Because I don't know. I un- I know why I want to do it now because it's the best thing ever. But yeah. I, that's kind of basically how it is. But why I started it, I didn't know that at the time. Quite liked it. It was the main thing. But I could have just like not done it. Watched a lot of DVDs. Yeah, can, like. So does everyone. Why didn't I just go, yeah, I'll do that now. I'm kind of funny, so I can... never even thought that, though. Like You just thought, like, I'll just do it. I'll do that now. Well, what did other people say? I know it's not the idea of it. Well, like, uh, I started because people had always said, oh, you're funny. Like, it was in college, mainly. <coughs> in the breaks, and that we chucked in away and that. But everyone's funny, if you know what I mean. Like, sure. in their own way. But, like, everyone said, oh, you're really funny. You should try it. And then the Scottish... Comedian of the Year competition rolled around. Dust entered it, mm. and he was like, "Here you should enter this." Finally, sort of find out, sort of just do it. 
yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, he went on a couple of times. Like, so I want to kind of try to stand up. And I was like, I just gave it, like sent him the form and said, do it. Like it'd been in my head for years, and he was like, like just do it. And then yeah. I entered it, and I had three days to write a set, and I wrote the set, and then the first gig. You've been like, using it ever since. Yeah, almost. <laughs> well, no, you haven't <laughs> really heard any of it. Of the original. Like, you haven't heard like my bringing by sales stuff or my. I've not. Uh, my on, on the road by Jack Kerouac, bit my cat. I have heard bit. that. I have heard that. Uh, I saw you at the stand. I didn't know you at the time, but I just see you at the stand. You enjoy it? No. No. I did not enjoy it. No. It's <laughs> fine. I can't remember. I do remember you saying, "It's something about you're on a bus." And you're pretending to read Jack Kerouac to be sort of like cool and that. Was that the idea of it? Yeah, I was reading it like smugly, but like then it's yeah, like... Yeah, and you're like, oh, you just got this off of like Amazon reviews. Yeah, and then I speak like about that. Amazon reviews. Like, was like, I didn't um, remember. See, that's like two years ago. Yeah, and like, but anyway, this they said to do it and I did it and it was just terrifying but amazing. And then I somehow made it through to the semi-final. Alright. So like uh, my... Oh, so you had like recognition instantly. So my, well, my third gig was that semi-final, yeah. That's crazy. Cause I, so a like, year of people going, so then it just, doing this? So then it just sort of carried on from there. But that was my reason. Just Dusty spoke about this in the last one. Dusty did it just like as a checklist thing, like yeah, to do, do it. Yeah, got to do this at least once. To do it. Oh. And uh, I just, like I just keep doing it because it's a way to get shit off my mind. Sure. And like we we're speaking to Scott, and he said like he watched the Bill Hicks Revelations thing in like 1998, whatever, and it took him ten years. Ten years. To finally get around to doing it. I think I realise now that I must have done it quite flippantly. Like, go, oh yeah, just, just like, fucking oh, do that. It's yeah. like going, oh. Just a spontaneous person, aren't you? Not, spon- um, Not spontaneous, but impulsive? This is the same kind of meaning. Um, really? uh, yeah. So have you been like that with like other things, like hobbies? Have you ever been like, oh, do this now just to do it? Give it a bash. Yeah. And I'm like kind of boxing for a bit. And I'm not at all the person to do that. But I've done it for maybe two years. That's quite a good thing to do. So. Like um, my Thai boxing, like a good way to think mm. about it. About it. Oh, I'll do this for a bit. Yeah, I think a part of it. I've thought of this before was that like in high school, um, like wasn't at all uh, confident, and now I'm verging on arrogant. But um, in high school, like you wouldn't talk enough. But if you had to say something over like the whole day, it would have to be pretty good. Like you know, people that talk all the time, they got to just say loads of shit for the whole day. If yeah. you like, if you talk, if you say like three things a day, it'd have to be pretty. Yeah, people would have to when they get off the bus or whatever. When they go home after school, they go, "Oh, James said this thing today." It was, exactly. There's a it bit was of worth him being in silent all day because he'd said. said thing. two weird things that were like they got some reaction. Yeah. But that gives more of an idea that I was like, sort of like oh, thinking of some things. It was mainly like, oh fuck, why am I such a lanky cunt? And then. Later on, going, um, maybe here's a joke. Yeah. Embarrassing. Shows like that, but at the time when you applied to do the stand for your first gig, it was just a sort of thing you thought, oh, I'll do I this. Have to do it. I think I, I understand the checklist idea that you go, like, all right, I've got to do this. But I don't know why I continued. There's been like at least 50 times before it went all right that I thought, oh, I could just stop this now. This No one would care. Like, I'd be fine. I wouldn't think I'd be like, oh, maybe I've got something in this. I don't even think now that I've got something in it. Yeah, the only reason I carried on with it is because it's gone well. Yeah, you do like one good thing. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, you can write on like a half compliment for like four months. If someone goes like, oh, I kind of like that thing, and you're two different ages. Just that ter- for me, it was that terrifying thing of like, are you funny with your mates or can you be funny to people who are strangers? 
the whole stranger aspect of it's always sort of been part in the back of my mind of like, oh fucking, but now it's a like a more of a confidence boost that they don't know me because I've had like groups of friends come to gigs and it's strangely disconcerting because you think oh fuck. Oh yeah, it never works. I'll have to know that. I'll have to know, know them f- for the rest of. That was actually the first gig. Um, this is to Ryan. Uh, the first gig you saw me ever do was like really late, and it was a really shit. It was the gong show, wasn't it? It was the gong show. It was an awful gig. Like, the guy compared it badly. Ah, No one was listening. I just had to come Mm. on from nothing and go, like, ugh, hello. He talks about T Rex hands. Talks about T Rex hands, which is awful. Yeah, it's like, uh, none of of my, like, actual, like, mates, mates, like, from back home have never seen me gig. Mm. You've got enough mates. Do you have mates? They're just cunts. (laughs) Do you have mates? No, they just, like they uh, they do not find me funny at all. I was never one that was funny around friends. I was a fucking a massive attention seeker in school, sure. because I uh, like I even like acted like superiorly like homoerotically just around friends, just so that they would like be like, is he gay or is he straight? They sort of like you know like that kind of like sort of full homoeroticism you have with friends. I took it to the next level, just being like, ah. it's like flirting with Why guys just to yeah, you, know, you know, touch it a little bit. <laughs> No, it's like yeah, just doing it outrageously. So I was like, people were just like, is he is he gay or is he straight? So I was like, I I always wanted to be the center of attention, but kind of, I wasn't the loud one. I was just trying to do it just to piss people off. Yeah. So we're fine. It's weird how much like, just in the context of this, how much like importance it's given. Because mm. it's like on the basis of it, it's fannying about for a bit in front of people that might be listening, might not. But just because of the context of it, you make it seem not you. I mean, it can be seen like it's a it's a noble thing to do. It's a noble profession. Oh, I've got it's, like, it's, like it's a calling. It's being worse than it's worse than being a prostitute because <laughs> you start out free, and a prostitute yeah. you start out expensive and then you go down. That's what do you think? Do you think they do like apprenticeships? What no. prostitutes? Well, if you're good looking and young, you'll probably get a good price. I don't know. I might get scammed. I don't know what a prostitute is. Well, you can get like call girl. You don't know what. No, I know what it is, yeah. but I mean like um, money wise, I don't I know. know. What it is. I don't. I don't know the prices, but like, call girls can get like a, like a grand a night. Really? Yeah, from like certain. But it's like, but those are like the young like ones. And but like as you get older, you can't really stay in that profession. Uh, sh- sure, yeah. But in comedy, you just get better. You hope so. I. So it's kind of the opposite of being a prostitute. You're just sort of. Bearing your soul in front of an audience and then just going, oh, that didn't go well. <laughs> How much is a, like, prostitute then? I don't know. What, a just have a guess. Standard street prostitute, probably about 70 quid for normal. Sure. It's brilliant reference. What do you think standard prostitute is? A whore. Money-wise. Money-wise. It was a standard fee for just... I don't know. I'm not lady of the night. Yeah, we're we're speculating here. I don't know. I generally don't like. I don't mean like. Ooh, one time I didn't. I don't know. Depends on what you want, I suppose. Yeah, we're just a standard yeah, sort what of. What service are you offering? I'm guessing just full shagging. Yeah. <laughs> no. Right up the fanny shagging. The most casual, colloquial style of prostitution you can ever come across. Come across. I was like Kirshan Conway. Oh, here he comes. Yeah, Call that. Yeah, but we're talking about this. You'd think a real prostitute would offer a selection. Yeah, but we're talking about the standard, you know, 
vagina. Why does there have to be a standard? Yeah, but there is a standard, and then. Love how they've maybe got like anal a. Anal kissing, hugging. Anal then. Hate kissing and hugging. Anal then. Anal then. Ki- oh, you can fuck me up the ass, but have you got serious money? Because we might want to kiss. <laughs> no, like I've seen in movies. Stop being so nonchalant about the mic, James. No, because I kind of want. Well, I just feel like because I've kind of went, oh, come do this thing, it'll be fun. And then it's mainly just me going, yeah, like, I do this because of the fucking art, man. What's the point? Hmm? You're the guest, isn't it? (laughs) I I like the idea. I like the idea of the whole group of people. Uh, James has brought around 35 people. (laughs) Uh, A lot of them are deaf mutes. Uh, uh, James has brought a lot of people. I like the idea of them asking questions. <laughs> I like the idea that a deaf mute would say, "What? <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> Go on." Where, then. Where's that? I don't know can, questions. You can't can hear you. I forgot was mute. <laughs> um, I like I, the I idea of them asking questions because I, I like want. a question about offensiveness is really actually a clever. That's good, very true. Good question. I kind of like the idea of asking people that just watch it because we're on the inside, I suppose. What do you what what do you guys think about uh, James comedy? <laughs> Try to explain that Ryan just burped there instead of language. Yep. Shaniqua just anally sighed. <laughs> Shaniqua just like just um, discharged. Is that the word? Yeah. What's that when it sort of like falls inside out and you go oh next click prolapse 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 just done some of that. Which I think sounds like a professional swimmer just practicing. I'm Pro- just doing some prolapse. Prolapse. <laughs> The butterfly, the prolapse, that sort of thing. I get it. Shut the door, Ryan, please. It sounds like it. Sorry, it sounded too orderly. Thank you, Ryan. Ryan's the most beautiful man in this room, probably. It's true. Yeah. Looks like he sings about like uh, raindrops and like deer hooves. It's true. He's got right now for the people that are listening, which is going to be me later Rain on. Rain falls in uh, your <laughs> Ryan is. Um, I'd explain. How many? A Greek how, God. How, ma- how many songs have you written that are about a girl? 65 and how many songs have you written? 3 <laughs> 62 songs he's stolen that are about girls there. have you got any questions about comedy Ryan? or songs or whatever just any, <laughs> any sort of question just to boost the podcast Um, who inspired you to start comedy? that is a good question no, no. Comedians. What comedy comedians inspired you to do comedy? comedy comedians. He said comedy comedians. What a funny. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> What comedic what comedic comedy what comedians inspired you, James? Dead or alive. Oh. <laughs> um right, I'm gonna let them just song <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah, it said he is it obviously I say obviously, um yeah, it's cause I didn't I don't think I liked it until I was like fifteen comedy things. Really? Do you remember the first like sort of comedian you saw? Or heard? Um, live. No. Well, idea. The regardless. But um, like on TV. Or uh, I've no idea. It must have just been like the classic boring ones that are on during the nineties. Richard Blackwood. Need to be on. Yeah. There he is. Um, he's here. But yeah, but that's the thing. quid to get him. I got. <laughs> here he is. He's not even putting him on the mic. Fuck Richard Blackwood. Hey. Get with the business. Shut up. Um, he really is. His surname's a nickname for his penis. <laughs> Racist. Um, I like all races. Hundred meters. <laughs> anyway, no, sorry. Eddie Izzard's a huge influence. Yeah, well, Eddie Izzard. I got um, 
a pirated DVD of his for my Christmas. And Sorry, Eddie. Yeah, no, I bought like all of them like millions of times, so it was completely got his money's back. But um, yeah, I got the pirated DVD and watched it a million times, and was just like, because like most of the time you can kind of, it just seems boring when you go a joke, but it just seems like. This will sound really disparaging of what it is he does, but I thought I could, I think in not the same way, but in a similar thing. It's yeah, not like yeah, a, cause no, I can't yeah, do joke, proper it's, jokes. It's more stream of consciousness. Yeah, you. exactly. So I can see it. Stream and of it was consciousness, kind of, not just stream of consciousness. I'm awake. I'm a stream uh, of consciousness. Wow. <laughs> no, you don't uh, no yeah. see that. <laughs> <laughs> I done a funny face. He did a funny face. Um, yeah, it was him definitely. I like Susan Boyle shitting. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, it was definitely. No, yeah. I know what you mean. You so we didn't even say that like James's style is sort of of that ilk, isn't it? Eddie is our Ross Noble kind of. Right. Say like the way that you write, it comes across as though you're thinking it at the time, but it's actually quite a clever way of writing. So that's cool. Oh, so that seems alright. Because it isn't just you. Because people who probably see you for the first time think, oh, he's just doing this off the top of his head, which is the brilliant. Presentation of it, but <laughs> it's actually, it is actually written. It's sure. Just like joke, joke, anecdote, story. Joke. But anyway, yeah, Eddie yeah. is our. I yeah. would like to do that if I could, but I can't. No. What's your favourite? My fit well, inspiration. Is my ins- my first inspiration is Jack D. Heard like uh, we got like a CD free with the newspaper when I was seven. Listen to it. He was speaking about farts. I was seven. Farts are the funniest thing in the world. That's very true. So I thought, this is comedy. This is funny. Because most comedians I saw, they were doing jokes that I didn't get because they were like puns and they were like, like I didn't really get puns when I was younger because I didn't know that much about the English language. Sure. When there's just someone angrily talking about farts, it's funny. Yeah, I, I can say that. The thing I was going to say about Eddie Izzard is I was watching the uh, Alan Yentob thing about comedy it was called Imagine the Art oh, yeah. of Comedy and Simon Amstel loves Eddie Izzard and he used to actually transcribe Eddie Izzard bits just to find out how he could do it he yeah. used to listen to it and write it out because there's no real like it's the same way you don't that, really know why it's same like way that Hunter S. Thompson when he was starting out to be a journalist he used to write write out The Great Gatsby on his typewriter uh, to f- try and feel what it was like to be an author and right. obviously Amstel did that to try and feel what it would be like to be Eddie Izzard I see. I find quite interesting. I've never good. done it, but I kind of want to. So, what about you, Robin? What's your first comedy influence? I remember watching a video of Billy Conley when I was really little. And it was like it was a the video was like a two night stand kind of thing. It was like one in Dublin, I think, and one in Glasgow. I remember watching that, and he did like the whole "I know you" bit, where it's like him at a dinner table and the guy going, "I know you, I do, I know you." And me and my mum just pissing ourselves laughing. And then, I was really probably too young for it, but I watched Bill Hicks, I think it was Revelations or something like that. And I just remember just like, he's just so ballsy about it. So just that bit. I just like grew up watching stand It's what I'd buy. Like my mates would buy films and that, but I'd buy stand ups like Lee Evans. I saw Lee Evans in Glasgow and it was just like painfully funny for two hours. Like how much he put into it. I never liked it. I sort of like. I, I know Ryan's a fan. I I love I love Lee Evans yeah. just because he puts he puts so much like I I think I just like comedians that put a lot into it regardless of how people sort of feel. Sure. You know what I mean? They just go for it. I like that aspect of it. But I'd say, but 
then you're warm to things like people who write well, like Jimmy Carr, and not that Bill Hicks not didn't, because they obviously did, but then like Louis C.K. is obviously just fucking that's someone we all agree on. It's just yeah, amazing, it's and then. Then you watch people like Ross Noble who can just invent whole worlds out of nothing, like out of yeah. how someone's hair cuts. Well, I, I wrote down a thing, which was what like the aim of what it was us to do, and it's so bold that it's verging on just mental, but it was to create um, an Eddie Izzard set at the pace of um, a Ross Noble thing. So like every night, just create what I thought is the best possible stand-up, and a new one of a new Eddie Izzard special thing. Every yeah. time I'd ever do it. Have and you it ever? The main possible way to do it. Have you ever thought of going on and doing it like Ross Noble? Because I think out of anyone that I know, you'd be able to get away with it the most because it is nearest to your way of. See what happens in the mind. Um, have you know. ever just thought like of asking like, because Paul Martin, who's now obviously been like a regular on like Have I Got News for You and things. Yeah. He used to do a show where he'd just ask someone like. He'd say like, name a place, name a thing, and name like a country. He'd just ask three generic name or whatever, mm-hmm. and then he'd build the hour around that. And he did that for like a fringe show. That seems I find that quite amazing. For the whole fro- show or for just yeah, one night? Yeah, b- he'd build a show out of those three things each night. Seems alright. Well, I quite like finding stuff that's like boring and then trying to make it funny. Yeah, but I, ju- I just thought you'd be the you'd be sort of the yeah. But I, I just thought you'd be the best to do that. Because oh, um, you did get quoted as that as being like the next Ross Noble, didn't you? Yeah. That that yeah, but that's like that's kind of the reason why you are different, though, because it comes across in that Louis C.K. thought process way of, yeah. even though it is scripted and you know each bit. You also get away with quite a lot when you pretend that you just thought about it. Yeah. Like, Yeah, but I I try and make write a set or write what I want to do for a set. But if anything happens in between, I can you know speak about that, or at least I hope to. Like I've got set because like, my set is just trigger words. Like that that was my one for tonight, and it just no no that's that's, that's stuff for this. The one for tonight, like I did, I did the stand last week, and it just said Luke's and I's done it, and then in between I would just sort of go with it. But yeah, I didn't even say that tonight, but it just says like, just says Me- Megabus homeless, Asda, Jedward, Royal Mile, and anything that happens before I go on. I think it just said Dad, Yeah, see, it's the same thing, but. I reckon you'd be the only one out of all us to say. I just wondered if you'd ever. Because I've often thought of doing that about going on asking maybe three questions and then trying, but I'd think that I'd just fall on my arse. Yeah. I'd, I'd just be shit at it. I might try it sneakily with comparing you in the fringe. Yeah. 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 I like this. I like the safety of knowing things in my head. Yeah. Rather than because what. If, well, like I, I wish there was early footage of Ross Noble where he goes out and he's like, oh, he's like that. but he he started because he got a. It was a it was free tickets to see Jack D when he was like fourteen. It was in a paper, 
and he went and saw Jack D and then for when he first started he was like 14 or something and he did a Jack D style set he wore a suit and just told jokes like okay. if you've got if you've ever read The Naked Jape by Jimmy Carr and no. is it Lucy Greaves yeah he's like mate yeah. it's about the history of joke telling and sociological aspects of joke telling but it's got jokes at the bottom of every page and there's a one liner by Ross Noble and it's uh, I got kicked out of the scouts for eating a brownie that's like a brilliant one liner but that's what he used to do that's how he started he started like as a Jack D style yeah which I I find amazing because I'd love to see old footage of that yeah yeah, I'd love to see him when he was just starting out he was like hosting gigs when he was 15 and stuff and like yeah, to going get to gigs like into through club, the kitchens yeah. and yeah. like oh, one of these prodigies like Kitson and and Amstel's really, yeah. It just seems nuts that, like, but it goes to show that you can start at one way and end up an X. Yeah, I think most people can do every part of it. Yeah. It just takes work. Yeah, yeah. You have to do the bit of the thing. Mm. Yeah. Bit of the thing, yeah. People are yawning. Yeah, we need to wrap up anyway, because we're getting whatever. I'll just just go my last two, yeah. We've got the last two questions. Yeah. Very quick. I'm going to make it exciting. Excuse me, good. Uh, favourite comedians? Oh, top five. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's top five. Is he number one, is it? Do you want to do five to one or one to five? Five to one. Number five. five. In it, number five. People are having sex <laughs> in the background. <laughs> five. five for myself has always been like a weird one that no one, no one knows, but it's like a. It's always just floating. That's good, though. Brilliant. Mm. Number four, uh, Stuart Lee. Uh, number three, Ross Noble. Two, Lucy K. Eddie Edwards has won gold medals and has got his pants down to the Olympics. Yeah, that's amazing. Well done to him. Yeah. Good choice. Uh, oh yeah, and um, Robin Mallow and Dustin. <laughs> Wait, no. Here comes the second no, question. Is, no, this is favourite local comedians, and it doesn't have to be like, doesn't have to be us. Right, I'll take it. I still don't remember seeing your thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. You can do. You can do five local comedians that anyone who's listened this far, which you probably won't have. But well, did a fringe show. With, um, oh, that was right. That was another I question. That was another question. You to plug your show. No, don't we do that after this bit? Yeah, we just plug everything. Yeah. We just plug it after. Yeah. Well, if we do his plug now, yeah, then five comedians, now. then it'll be different. It sounds like it's happening anyway. Plug, plug it. So you're, which you're, James is doing a show at the Fringe, as we all are, and uh, which your show is called Why Not Comedy, and it's at Why Not, Brilliant. which is on George Street, Brilliant. and uh, it's you. Myself, uh, and this smelling and rubbish, but there is. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just, I'm hoping you'll laugh at that. Uh, Anja and Biswas, Biswas, and um, Kieran Nicholson, Richard Brown. All very good. All very aren't good. they? And yeah. what time's on that? It's quarter to seven. Quarter to seven, quarter to eight, and uh, it's free. Free. Isn't it? It's free. And it is very Best good. Best price. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to get people on it. Uh, yeah. Because normally it's ten minutes every day. So, like, little ones, and then get, like, guests. Yeah. After you've seen that, come and see my show Applause. Um, It's me and Gregor Rappler at Jekyll and Hyde. And uh, it'll it'll probably, well, I was going to say it'll might feature some of the Why Not crew, but now you've said that, you've ruined it for them all. I'll just put put Richard on. (laughs) 
and Keaton. Oh. Uh, and Ennis. And Did you see Jordan at the game in the shack? Pissing oh, myself. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, anyway, that can be plugged. That, that's his gig. If you go, do you want to put your Twitter or anything on? No. No Twitter. Yeah, uh, James writes post-it notes and just we'll just post them to you. Um, so just email in your address <laughs> and he'll tell you what he thinks about stuff. Uh, yeah, last question, Mr. McIntosh, is uh, favorite local comedian or like not local circuit, but like, like Scottish sir, uh, like comedians that people won't have heard of but should because they are good in your opinion. Um, like who do you more or less who do you like to watch? Who, who do you like genuinely laugh a lot at? It would be the people I've done the friendship with. I know that sounds like a copy yeah, I know of that. Answer, but it, I've kind of not picked them, but I've made sure that I've been doing it with people that I like. like. Yeah, because I'd be kind of weird with them. Other, other than like. that, though, who are just people that genuinely like when they're on? Or also like headliners and stuff. like mm. Just people you people wouldn't normally know. If you see their name on like the billing, you're gonna be like, oh, it's gonna be a good night. Um, <laughs> I like um. It's this isn't good. Frost Nixon. I know, but it's um, it's mainly because I don't want to seem like it's just because people I know that's gonna like, oh, I know them, so I'll just say that. No. But no, it doesn't have to be that. Like uh, Scott said, Scott said like Jim Hobbit and Lim Burnin. I feel like Jim Hobbit does make me laugh, but I don't think for the right reasons. I don't think he knows why he's hilarious. I like Liam and Owen are doing a show and I do think they are funny and I know them and it might seem like a cop out for that sort of thing but they are good they've done weird things that have made me laugh yeah is that enough? you've only done three or five Kieran, Liam Kieran Nicholson Liam Woodnall and Owen Maguire all very good yep yeah I've got to do five two more oh, shit I bricked just two people you like to see um, it's not difficult uh, <laughs> and they can they don't have to be they can be just weird be folks. whoever you right. want uh, Robin Ince he's, um, he's pretty well known but he's a bit not that well known alright um, uh, you ever see um, Rick Shapiro uh, I've list, I've heard his podcast yeah I've seen bits and bits yeah. again he is well known because he's like Got a podcast and not cool really local, though, is he? Robin Ends, he rarely goes to the Beehive, does he? I thought it was done. Oh, fine. Um, Robin Ends is a good like Robin yeah. He's got yeah. the same name as me, so it proves that people with my first name can make it. <laughs> no, but he is good. Yeah. He's very clever, and he was Ricky Gervais' support, sure. and he did a free. Yeah. Hmm. His angry one was brilliant. Yeah. He gave me whiskey. <laughs> Rick is good to see. Yeah, uh, no one else local worth checking out. Because there's like, there's all people that are on the same kind of level. That if I pick yeah. one out of them, no, but not like, that. Okay, just, that just whoever you want. She's always good. That was just rubbish. <laughs> just question mark. We just question mark that one. He's a good stand-up question mark. He's a really mysterious man called Mark. Um. All right then. I'm giving that an awkward silence. All right then. Yeah. That was an awkward silence. It was. Worthy of that. Do you do like an outro or is it just... We'll, uh, well, we've just done the plug-in bit. 
Uh, uh, yeah, go see James's show at Why Not on George Street in August. It's the whole. Mo- is it the whole month? Yeah. It's whole month. I think so. Yeah. And uh, twenty seventh or something. Then after that, you can have like an hour's breather and then come and see my show and laugh twice as much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a day out. This James's show. Yeah. No. James's show will be good. I'll be there. And you can Heck. just see me walking about the fringe looking confused. Does they be doing guest spots dressed as an 80s <laughs> mafia? I'm going to try and grow a Tom Selleck mustache for the show. Yeah. Um, no, I, yeah, I'm shaving my head for the fringe. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I like your style. I, I can't wait because you just look like a penis that's got chemotherapy. Yeah. And it's. I'm just going to wear shades the whole time as well, just to offset the baldness. I don't know why. Does that work? Is that a thing? I don't know. It, I th- it could look cool. Oh, we'll end on um, this. Uh, have, you got any, have, you, have you got any gigs? No, I th- just think if he shaves his head, he will bald look like yeah, a penis true. with chemo. Because I do have a jap sign on top of my head. That's so. true. And you also do look a little bit like you're both about to die. At the end of the yeah, day. yeah. I said this earlier. I meant I uh, mentioned you, right? You won't let me say this because you don't really care about much, do you? But I mentioned uh, I was like, <coughs> I met James at City Cafe, and I said, "Oh, Dusty was speaking about you doing this week's podcast." <laughs> and he said, "He said, is he was he at the shack uh, last Thursday?" And I went, "Yeah." And he went, "Was he the one who looks like he's dying?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a little bit of like a, you've got an aged chic face. Yeah. Do you look like a prune with HIV? Plus I, I, I am like a very depressing sort of outwardly man, so H- it does H- look like I am about to die. HIV prune. Oh, we'll, end, we'll end on this then. Uh, have you got any gigs coming up that we should have you all know? No. No. Okay. <laughs> Night. Good night. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. That was, um,